Welcome to the Personal Wisdom Show with me, Mita Johnson and Dr. Pat. Are you curious to learn about your soul level purpose? Do you want to explore how you can move forward in your life in a way that's more in line with your purpose and values? Have you ever been told to just ignore that little voice inside? Then you are already aware of your knowing. This show is an opportunity to hear my story of uncovering my personal wisdom and to learn to do it for yourself. Be fearless in trusting your body, intuition, and inner knowing. Get ready to step into your wisdom and bring forward your authenticity. The Personal Wisdom Show starts now. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Mita. Let's talk about this show for a minute. Mita Johnson, this is the host of your fabulous show. You're the host of this amazing show. Uh, since I began talking with you, I've developed a little habit. Ah. Okay. The habit is, and it's very conscious, and I think it's subconscious, maybe unconscious. But I ask myself a question, especially around decisions and things. And I know I, this may not be correct in the way that you go about it, but I ask myself now, am I coming from a place of personal wisdom? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to start the show out by sharing that with you because that wouldn't have happened if I didn't get it from you. And so I need to acknowledge that because the depth and the breadth by which you empower others and allow us to really honor the personal wisdom each of us has inside is profoundly one of the greatest exponentially powerful change agent I think we could have. And I have found myself in the past 24 months and recently since you've been doing the show to really look closely at that. And I have to tell you, I don't want to take up a lot of time during today to go into detail, but I'm making some different changes, well, choices. I'm making some different choices that are going to alter the trajectory of our network in a better way. And I just needed to give you credit for that and acknowledge that. Thank you so much. That fills my heart because that's what I want everybody to know is that you really have the ability to live on purpose and to consciously make decisions that move you forward in a way that can only create success. Doesn't mean it's easy because success isn't always easy, but it is a way to know that you are doing what is best for you at this point in place and time. And I'm very specific about that, this point and place in time, because you can't go back and change what's already done. And it doesn't serve well to second guess why it might be three years from now. So what do you know today and how do you move into that? And I keep cycling back to the basic premise that our body is programmed to take care of us. And as a society, we have been taught to only listen to our brain. And our head brain is one small portion of this beautiful gift of human beings that we've been given. Yeah. And that's today's show because I, I literally wanted to, you know, preface today's show about deep listening and body wisdom with sort of sharing that aspect to you 
about what I've been really looking at. And what I wanted to also say is that, you know, beyond this show and conversation, you are a coach, you are somebody that understands the human dynamic, your experience in HR, I mean, and a certif- and so your, your coaching certification, when you put all that together, it would be hard to have a conversation about personal wisdom without having a conversation about what the body mm-hmm. communicates to us. Because, see, we don't talk about the body as being personally wise. No, we don't. And it kind of makes me smile because whenever I have my first meeting with a new client, you know, I ask all of the questions, everybody comes with what they perceive as their problem statement. There's a reason they're seeking out a coach. There's a reason they're seeking somebody out to support them. And I ask them to reframe it into what's really the question you're trying to answer. So it's like, you might say to me, um, you know, I'm really disorganized and I need to get my hands around my calendar. That's a nice generic thing that everybody can relate to. Okay, you know what? There's a gazillion and one books out there about how to organize your calendar optimally. What are you really asking? What's really going on that says you can't take the time to sit there and figure this out? And so I ask people to really be quiet and to close their eyes and really feel, and I use the word deliberately, feel what it is that you are really asking yourself. What is it that's really creating the blockage here? And nine times out of 10, it's, I don't like what I'm doing, or I'm too tired in the morning, or I am so overwhelmed. It has nothing to do yeah. with physically managing their calendar, but that's where it's showing up. But it astonishes them that I'm asking them to sit there and feel what it is. They don't have the language yet, but it's often their first experience of actually listening. And then when we talk about how you create success, I ask them to describe what it looks like when it's different. And again, I come back to what are you feeling? And these beautiful words come out I'm calm, I'm glowing. I have optimism. There's this whole menu of words that they don't use in this that's all tied to listening to what your body knows is right. Yeah. You know, I can point to times in my life where I've ignored the voice of my body. Let me just call it the voice of my body. You know, the wise voice of my body. Mm -hmm. And I think we're so conditioned to do that. And yet I have found, you know, I found in recent years that it is a brilliant radar system. It It is is. incredible, isn't it? It's like Mm -hmm. having your own inner personal wisdom satellite. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you've been someone who's been listening to Pat and I on our journey these few months, This may feel a little repetitious, but my experience is it takes a while for people to hear it and to get it. So it's, it's back to the women in particular's intuition has been dismissed for centuries and yet it's real. Men have it too, but they're taught not to listen to it. 
We know that our body literally has three brains. Science is catching up with us. You've got a head brain, a heart brain, and a gut brain. Those things are sending us signals every single minute of every single day. And they show up for everyone slightly differently. I know when it's an emotional decision, my back is needs to move. It's that heart brain talking to me that says, loosen up this energy, listen to what I'm saying to you. It doesn't show up here for me. It shows up in my back. You know, for you, it may be very different. I find some people, the wisdom is in their throat. They literally can't get the words out. They know what they're supposed to say or what they're supposed to do, but they literally can't talk. And when you tune to what you need to say, instead of what you think someone's expecting you to say, all of a sudden you can speak. So all of these little hiccups that show up in our body are actually communication messages signaling you to slow down, process, and go with what is your authentic truth, not what your trust trying to make show up. And we don't trust that. No. And, and so often, you know, let's talk about what happens when we don't trust it, because um, there's a part of what you're saying, and it is worth repeating, because it does take time to get it, right? It um, does. I know for me, it took a long time to get things in my life, right? Mm -hmm. I got signs of stuff when I was in my 20s, right? I, I got indicators. But let's talk about one of the key elements here, which is intuition. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you, what is the role that intuition plays to actually doing deep listening? You know, in my experience, and again, I only live in my own body, so I can only talk about mine. When my intuition kicks in, that's my pass-go signal. That's telling me I need to pause and be quiet. And I need to hear what my entire body is telling me to do. It may show up in that thought in my head. It may show up in a need to, I need to physically move. Maybe I'm standing on the street corner and it's like, my body's telling me to move because some car is going to go flying by and it's not okay. So that gut level intuition to me is the jumping off point. It's the one that when I start working with a new client is the sense that we start to trust with. Hear that intuition first. Learn to show how it shows up for you and trust test it. You know, use some simple things that won't cause you harm. You know, don't deliberately put yourself in front of a car to see if it tells you to move. Right. But, you know, even as simple as, do I want my chia pudding or do I want some eggs for breakfast? If you ask yourself that, your body's going to tell what it needs. Okay, today I need slow acting protein and my coconut milk because I need a slower sugar. I mean, I don't say that out loud, but my body knows that's what it wants. And so when you can start to do that, then you can start to connect to that deeper level. Everybody that I have partnered with on this, that deeper level begins with some silence. Okay. Right? 
Right. And, and, mm -hmm. you know, this is really a very important point to bring up because this has been a really a conundrum for myself and a lot of people. Um, I used to think that when I heard that, right. And this was a mistake I made in my own journey. I used to think that I would have to have like an hour of silence. Okay. So this is just me now. I'm not sure what, you know, what everybody else's experiences. And then one day out of frustration, let's call it, I sat down and I just got right into the space and I asked one question and I got an answer almost before I finished the question. I don't hear voices. Angels didn't drop from on high but it became clear. The answer became clear. I think when we're talking with folks about this, we get these answers or we get these ideas or we get this wisdom. It gets revealed to us mm -hmm. and we just blow by it. You know, I, and I'm talking about simple things. Some days I will ask, I will say, okay, God spirit, tell me what's mine to do today. And I'll hear laundry. Mm -hmm. that that's that's yours to do today how do we help people understand how we pay attention and and deep listen to our body so that we know that there may be an action attached to it mm -hmm. you know you touched on one of the I'm going to use the word exercise even though it's not really an exercise per se when people are new to this they automatically go to, oh, I need to learn to meditate. That's not what I'm talking about. If meditation works for you, that's awesome. I'm talking about that pause, that moment when you're conscious that you need to make some sort of decision. Like you said, it could be before you get out of bed in the morning, what's my focus or purpose today? Usually something shows up. It can be as simple as what's the right word so that I'm heard. And it has all of these really micro applications, which is where I start people with. So you're thinking about um, this difficult meeting that's going to come up today, and yeah. you're stressing about it. And you know, you're prepared. But you know what, you get intimidated because the CEO might show up, or you've got a new leader or this or that. When I talk to my clients about that deep listening and getting prepared for that, it's before you walk in the room, take 60 seconds, be quiet, put everything away, close your eyes and just breathe and ask, what do I need to be proud of myself when I walk out of here at the end of the meeting? It's not, what am I going to do? Well, what is this? What do I need to be proud of myself when I walk out? Because all that matters is you. When you're showing up as your authentic self, when you're prepared, when you know the material, it's not about impressing anybody else. It's not about showing what you are. It's like, what do you need to contribute so that you feel proud or good about what you offered in the moment? My clients are amazed at how quickly that works for them. So when you can start with something like prepping for a meeting, it becomes easier and easier to think about how you use it for bigger and more substantial things. Yeah. 
I mean, isn't this part of the conversation we're having? And I just want to say to everybody, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Personal Wisdom Show with Nita Johnson and me, Dr. Pat. We're talking about deep listening and body wisdom, but we're also talking about how trust and how to trust the wisdom, how to trust the wisdom, and then therefore the power within us can create success in every part of our lives. And I think, Nita, what you're talking about today is so essential because if, if we could master this, it would help folks in so many ways. You know, I almost made a decision two days ago that, for lack of a better word, didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. For lack of a better phrase, didn't feel right. Uh, and even thinking about it, my shoulders starting to ache a little bit. Um, that doesn't mean I know what the, what the right decision is at the moment. Can we talk about sometimes we get the wisdom that will tell us a no or tell us a not? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we wait for that magical vision to show up and there it is. But sometimes isn't the wisdom, the personal wisdom and the body, sometimes it's trying to get us to stop a thing. Is that right? Mm-hmm. It is. Um, for many people, what you described is what they know of as intuition. It just didn't feel right. It's just, I, and every time you talk to somebody about that, their body moves, their whole torso kind of contorts. It's like they unconsciously know they're physically feeling this discomfort. It can be a stomach ache. It can be, you mentioned a sore shoulder, yeah, sore shoulder, ears, shoulders go to ears, you know, people and they clench. So your body starts doing all of these things because it's preparing itself for something that it knows isn't going to be right. Mm -hmm. It's almost like putting on that armor or that defense. And so instead of embracing that and moving through it, if you can stop and, and just scan head to toe, take that 10 seconds. Why am I feeling this? Yeah. And it'll let go. It'll release. I mean, it's the other thing that people associate it with is the fight or flight. When you are in danger, your body knows that. Mm -hmm. And it's always followed by an adrenaline rush Mm -hmm. because it literally got prepared to fight or flight. Those same cues show up in a much more subtle basis when it's not a life and death moment, but we drown them out. That's so funny. Oh my God. This is so funny. I don't know if you saw what I just did. Did you see what I did? (laughs) Did you see me change my glasses? Uh I have never changed my glasses in the middle of a show, but just reflecting on that decision made my temples hurt, right? This is what just happened here. It was, I don't even know if they got this on camera. I don't know if Jacob got it on camera or Olivia, but we were talking about this and I happened to reflect on a decision that I'm undoing. And in the middle of that, I could feel my temples start to hurt. My headset just, and I had to take off this set of glasses and put these are, I just did that. Because see, that was what? It's a message to me. Now Mm -hmm. I still have to unravel it. So I want to ask you, about the unraveling, understanding our clues, right? The -hmm. difference between a sensation and deep listening, because I don't know if that was a sensation, but it certainly got my attention. 
You know, I think in my experience, I won't, don't think, I know in my experience, sensations lead to the moment to listen. Mm. For They don't have to be the same, but it's an opportunity to consider why, why are my temples hurting? What's going on? Why is, why do I have a fist? Why am I clenching my hands? What in the world is going on? Open them up. What's happening? Okay. What's stressing me? So you start to notice those, which gives you the chance to step back and ask what, why, instead of just powering through it, take that moment and listen. It may be nothing more than, you know, my belt's one top notch too tight and I've been sitting in this chair so long. Okay. Well, the easy thing is loosen up your belt, but the other thing, your body's telling you to move. You've been sitting there. So this belt that felt comfortable, all of a sudden is restricting you. You can't, you're not comfortable. You're shifting. Your body's asking you to get out of that chair and do something. And I think it's those kinds of things that those sensations turn into that opportunity to hear and trust the wisdom. And Pat, those are some of the little things that I want people to start with so that they get comfortable with that. And then they start to get comfortable with listening to it with the bigger things. Yeah. I mean, part of this today and having this conversation with you today is really for me, I'm acutely aware that we have gone through a period now where we've numbed a lot of things. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Numbed, numbed a lot of things, Um, almost robotic. And, you know, I, I don't have judgment about that. I don't say that was good or bad. I know that we adjust to survive. And sometimes for people during these past 28 months, they've had to go to a place where they've had to turn some emotions and some things down. Mm -hmm. I know that because I've been there. Mm -hmm. And there is a consequence when we do that or could be. And, you know, we, we can get so much from deep listening. Right now. I'm not going to take the time through this show. I just knew I needed to change my glasses to give my temples some relief. But I now know that this is something I have to revisit, right? Mm -hmm. How do we get to the revisiting place so that we can get to the place of deep listening? Because I know I can't do it during the show, but I know I will do it today. Mm -hmm. I know that there's something, there's a message that's trying to get to me, right? Mm -hmm. There is. We accumulate lots of those little messages throughout the day. Some of them are as simple as, you know, it might be the prescription is different between those two glasses and it's going to give you a headache and it's not (laughs) going to be helpful for you. So by making them physically uncomfortable and telling you to switch to the one that's what your eyes need today, that may simply be the end of it. Yeah, (laughs) maybe. Every time you put those on, you experience discomfort. There's something wrong with those glasses. They don't fit your face correctly. The prescription may be off. It may be as simple as they create way too much reflection on your camera, and it's a distraction to what you're trying to do and show up as the best. That sounds silly, Mm -hmm. but your body knows when you aren't optimized. And so taking that few minutes, a few times a day to process instead of holding everything to the end is something else I coach too. 
So in the middle of the morning, when you know you need to get up from your chair, so you're going to walk to the bathroom, or you're going to go to the mailbox or whatever it is you do to change your space or, you know, go to the coffee room if you're at work, take that couple minutes while you're walking and think about the time from the last time you did it. What was there? What should you be paying attention to? Does your body need to move? Are you hungry for something particular? When you start to build the habit of building those listening moments in through the day, the process cycle speeds up quickly. Yeah. Um, look, this is all part of what you do in working with people. Um, you know, there is an entire coaching practice that you have where you work with people on the many phases of personal wisdom. I want to make sure everybody knows how to find out more about you, uh, about your coaching. Uh, and let's make sure we get them to the website. Uh, and, and, and also you can listen to previous shows we've done on this on transformationtalkradio.com. but what is the best way, way for people to contact you? My website's really the best. It's personalwisdomcoachingnow.com. If you forget the now you're going to go to a site that's been dead for five years, but it's <laughs> personalwisdomcoachingnow.com and it has a contact page and everything I start with is a complimentary meeting. You know, it's, a coaching relationship, partnering with someone on wisdom and success is a very personal decision. And I don't ever want someone to partner with me that doesn't feel safe and comfortable. So we always start with an hour to get to know each other. What is it your goals? What are we trying to accomplish? And for both of us to assess whether or not this can be successful. And I call that out because it's the no harm, no foul, you know, to engage in that conversation, I would tell you probably half the people say no. And it's like, well, why would you tell people that? That sounds like you're a bad businesswoman. No, I'm not a bad businesswoman. You should say no if you're not ready to do the work yep. or I'm not the right person. So today you were curious and we talked for a little while. You might come back to me a year from now because you are ready. So if you're not sure or not, don't know what this commitment is, don't hold you back. Just engage for that first conversation and see what your body's telling you to do with that. I love that you do that because we do the same as a network. And I've been called out just like on just like you, where Pete, where I've had a couple of my coaches say, why do you do that, Pat? Why would you tell somebody that wants to host a show that they may not be ready? They always come back when they're ready. Mm -hmm. Always, always come back. Mm -hmm. I love that you honor that walkway. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, you know, this is probably one of the most important questions, right, for me. Why does all of this matter? But more importantly, why does trusting my wisdom matter? And how do I learn to do it? Mm -hmm. Or maybe do I need to remember how to do it? Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back with Nita Johnson. Does your life often feel like an emotional tsunami where rogue waves crash down on you, leaving you feeling hopeless and wondering if it will ever end? Do you wish to awaken the dormant strength inside of you? Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Start today by scheduling a complimentary consultation with Martinet. Dive into your healing journey and begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martineemmons.com and make your appointment today. Are both your life and mission passing you by? Are you wanting to step into the bigger reason why you're here? 
I'm Claudia Sam, your Soul Connection coach and host of the Be Happy Now show. It's possible to feel good to be you and to never burn out again. Hop on a free 20-minute clarity call with me to explore what life could be like if you could just say yes to yourself without the guilt. Go to ClaudiaSamSoulCoaching.com forward slash yes. Are you looking to gain wisdom and commit to discovering your best self? What does success mean to you? With authenticity, integrity, and compassion, Mita Johnson helps guide you in working toward your unique vision of success. Mita is a spirit-based intuition lead and success coach. Work with Mita to uncover your unique life purpose. Schedule a free discovery call with Mita at personalwisdomcoachingnow.com. Parenting isn't about perfection. I think we all know that. Parenting is about being present and honest, having compassion for your child and for yourself, communicating consciously and loving unconditionally. Tune in to The Awakened Parent Project with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday at noon Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be an empowered parent through the techniques of the conscious parenting community. To learn more about Susan, visit SusanDolce.com. It takes courage to step into your calling and go for your dreams. Sabotage monsters can get in your way, preventing you from reaching your potential. You can choose to struggle alone, or you can choose community and support, someone to walk beside you, meeting you where you are. If you are ready to make real and lasting change, Coach Christine Clark is here for you. Find out more about one-on-one coaching and group programs with Coach Christine at sunglowtransformation.com. Are you wondering who you are meant to be in this ever-changing world right now? Kelly Kay is a certified New Paradigm multidimensional transformation energy healer ready to assist you in this transformative process of expanding your consciousness. She helps you transmute your wounds and traumas into healing, growth, and wisdom, resulting in self-empowerment and freedom from fear. Visit EnlightenedMedicine.com to learn more. Wow. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Personal Wisdom Show. This is Mita Johnson Show, Trust the Wisdom and Power Within. Uh, we're talking about deep listening and body wisdom today. Before we, before we really get to two really important questions, really, and it's the one, the one question that people just, okay, great, this is all important, but how? How do I trust my wisdom? Can you tell folks again how they find out more about you, Mita, and how they contact you? Absolutely. The best way to find me is at personalwisdomcoachingnow.com. I'm also on Instagram as personalwisdomcoach or Facebook there. So you can message through those applications, but the website's kind of the easiest way. We have a form, love to connect, chance to talk. So let don't be afraid. Trust your wisdom. If it's time to talk to someone, try it. Oh, I love it. Okay. This right here is is sort of the 64 million dollar question right it's the one where i want it i want to have this i want to experience this i want it to be this beautifully ease and flow it's like the slide and glide of life i want to learn mita i want to learn how to trust my wisdom help me you know what? I would love to say you don't need to learn it <laughs> because you already know it. 
what I would like you to reframe it as is how do I listen to it? Because learning implies a skill set. And this doesn't feel like a skill set to me. This feels like a knowing, and it's back to that word you and I've used a lot over the last few months, is trust. So who knows best for you than you? You know, your mother did for a while. Your boss thinks they do. Your spouse might have an opinion on that. Your kids will second guess. I mean, the whole world is full of other people who think they know more about you than you do but that is simply not true. So when I start down this journey with someone, I want you to really figure out how to pay attention to you. Your body talks to you. Your brain talks to you. You have innate likes and dislikes. You have learned likes and dislikes. All of that is accumulative wisdom as well. So what I really invite people into the space of is to start to pay attention. So don't be dismissive with something. It's like, oh, kind of a knot in my stomach about sending this email, but I'm just going to do it anyway. Why? Why did you do it? Um, somebody Great question. Should. Yeah. So that's really the, the question I come back with is the Why? You know, there's all sorts of famous people out there who say, just start with the why, you know, there's lots of language around it, but it works for your personal wisdom as well. Why are you doing what you're doing? Is it coming from a space of knowing that it's safe, that it's secure, that it's positive, that it's going to move you forward? Or are you doing something to not do something? One of my dear friends, she coaches from a premise of, Every yes has a no, and every no has a yes. And most of us don't think about, you know, what those choices are. So if you've said yes to something, that means you've had to say no to something else. And she reminded me of those words in a conversation earlier this week, but it's a great example of how you tune into what are you saying yes to when your body talks to you? And what are you choosing to say no to? when your body talks to you. That's great. And both are the correct answer, depending on what's going on. There's times when your body is cautioning you or telling you don't do this. There's times when it's telling you to do something and you don't want to do it because there's a fear or a limitation or a risk. So you're not saying yes to what you want to do. You're saying no to coming from a place of not trusting. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think that I don't, I don't know that I can say enough about what you just shared about trust. I really don't. I mean, it's always been an interesting word and it's just a phenomenal concept to me, you know, so much. So I included it in 10 years of research to mm -hmm. try to understand it. And one of the things I learned, and I'd love for you to talk to this is we don't know that we make promises to ourselves. We don't mm -hmm. think we do, but mm -hmm. we do. You know, every time we step out and we say, I really desired this, or I would really like to be here, or whatever the language is, mm -hmm. that is really us making a negotiation and agreement and a promise with ourselves. Mm -hmm. The downside of that is if we believe in the personal wisdom and trust it to get us there, 
we get there. Sometimes we get there really quite easily. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, it's longer. Sometimes it's shorter. But doesn't trust and personal wisdom give us a sense of peace in that journey? That's my experience. And it's the experience that's been shared with me by people who listen. And I like words. They're, they're kind of one of my geeky things. Language is a really fun thing. And we have ways of pronouncing things that have become customary. But the word trust, I often hear in my head as truest. Almost the same letters. (laughs) And I just, I had to think about that for a minute. I'm like, right. So what is truest for you is your trust place. Yeah. What gets in the way of this? Can we talk about that for a minute? I want to really talk about that because that's also been part of my journey. Mm -hmm. It's been in the discovery of things in my life. And, you know, I, I actually, when I reflect back, um, I, I think the fact that I'm actually here doing what I love, being, to, being able to honor you and your work, it's just nothing short of miraculous. And yet I can point to different points in time where I refer to them as angels. I say an angel showed up here. I mean, that's, that's the language. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. I really look at it, there was some insight and information that I got and then I followed. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, there was some information I got that I didn't listen to because I didn't trust it. Mm -hmm. Now I don't want to be abstract for our listeners. So I'm just going to give them an example, but I would like for you to really talk about this from your experience and your coaching. I knew when I applied to doctoral programs, I knew my number one choice was Claremont. If I really believed and trusted in that process, because I felt it so deeply. I wouldn't have sent out 35 other applications that rejected me, including Columbia, which I had already graduated from and actually was accepted to, and I sent it to the wrong department. And I think about that all, I think about that as a great example. And Mm -hmm. even when I think about it, I get a little knot in my stomach about would I have would I have had the courage to send just one application out? You see how this, the mind, you see how this all gets. Now, by the way, the, the end game is I did get accepted to Claremont. Right. Okay. Yes. Right. So yes. that's why I shared that story. And you described several things in that story that if I were coaching you, I would point out. So one of them is you sent it to Columbia which should have been fine, but you sent it to the wrong department. So you sabotaged it. (laughs) (laughs) It's not where you needed to be. So it didn't get there. I would speculate that the other 28 applications or so that you did, your heart wasn't in them. So the language you used in your essays, the attention to detail that you paid when you put it in there, you played the game but you didn't put your heart and your trust into those others. You did perfunctory. We're told so many times, create a safety net, create a safety net, create a safety net. So what we do is half-heartedly do something with three or four possibilities instead of honing in on 
what you really want. Now, there's some risk to that. You may want it. It may not want you. Very good. (laughs) And so, again, the timing may be off. And that's where you come back to, do I do it again? Because maybe there was something you should have been doing before you got into that school. There may be you, you know, I, how many young people I talk to staying with the college theme that are heartbroken because they didn't get into their top school. Oh, but when you dig in, it usually wasn't their top school. It was the school everybody told them should be their top school. Oh, this is a, this is an Ivy League school, it'll get you in. Oh, this is the one that everybody in our family goes to. Oh, if you want to work for Google, you have to graduate as an engineer from this program. So there's all these things that get thrown at you till pretty soon that's what you believe, but it's not true. And so that's where I come back to asking the question, What's really the problem statement? What is it that you're really trying to accomplish? Let's peel back the surface layers of it's not your schedule. It's not that you're not focused. What's really going on here? Yeah. And when you can honestly ask yourself those questions, you know the answer. You know, you know that. That's why you don't want to ask the question. (laughs) And so a lot of the work that I do to help people get to that trust point is peeling off all of the social layers that we have built about everybody else's and the world's expectations for us and not honing into what is our truth and what is the right thing for me. And, you know, if somebody said, well, what if my truth is that I really wanted to go murder people? Okay, that's, let's, let's have a whole nother conversation. That's a different conversation, yes, but right? That's not what we're talking about here. I mean- right. It really is who knows better than you. Yeah. And most of us would answer a whole series of other influences. And, you know, this is why it's so important to have this conversation with you, because so many people, Mita, that, and believe me, how do I know this? Because I've seeked out help all my life, you know, to to get to be that person that honors intuition. Now, I will say this. When I was younger, my intuition was so keen that there was a guy I knew that would drag me to Yonkers Raceway. I was underage and I I got in Yonkers, you know, it's like a racetrack. It's Mm -hmm. like the trotters. Mm -hmm. And he would drag me in this racetrack every weekend. And I had to pick three horses for him. Mm -hmm. My track record for doing that was pretty phenomenal. And then I realized I'm not here to do that. But sometimes, even though that's a fun thing to do, we may put our intuition on on the sidelines because while doing something like that is fun, can I really trust my intuition to do mm-hmm. some of the really juicy, important things in mm-hmm. life, right? Yeah. That like was picking this thing. guy. Yeah. It was not even my, I didn't even pay for the races. So it was not even like my money. <laughs> no, it, it was a fun little game. It was. And yet, you know, we we're laughing about that, but why shouldn't making the decisions for ourselves be fun? Exactly. Right. Exactly. When I dialed the wrong phone number 20 years ago, and I pulled out a credit card, 
and signed on for an internet only radio network. I mean, can you imagine the crazy town that do you imagine the feedback I got for that? Mm -hmm. And I pulled out and paid a lot of money for a 13 week program, like in the double digit thousands. I never looked back. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't really a mistake. It was an unplanned experience. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, life's too short. We've Anybody listening to us, what I don't want you to take away from this is that listening to your wisdom is this heavy-duty, spiritual, really intense thing. It can be as playful as, do I eat the piece of chocolate or not? I'm, it, it should be fun. What if you th- woke up with a smile every morning and said, oh, what do I get to do today? What is it that's so important? What's going to make a difference in the world? What's my word of the day? However you approach this, but come at it from a place of joy, from a place of playfulness, from a place of curiosity and lean into it and go. Don't make it this other burden you have to carry. I didn't listen to my wisdom today. I had a failure. No, it didn't. That, you know, this isn't another way to beat yourself up or to live your life correctly. It's a tool set and a mindset that says, in Brene Brown's words, I am enough. I am my own best judge. I am entitled to make decisions that serve me. I am not entitled to harm others. (laughs) You know, so there's some of those social boundaries. Yeah. But simply owning that you are worthy, that you have something to offer, that you are here for a purpose and a reason. And if you know those words, life goes swimmingly if you don't find them. Mm -hmm. But listen, because this beautiful machine that science is just beginning to understand came with your operating instructions on how to live your best life. Yeah. You know... I love, first of all, that you're sharing this in this way. I love that you're quoting Brene Brown, of course. Um, But what I love about what you do, Mita, is that you're not talking to one or 2% of the people, right? You're really speaking to people that go through the ups and downs in life, the the sideways in in life, and saying, "I I can help you with this. Mm -hmm. I can teach you with this. This is almost, and I think you've talked about this in a previous show. We have an innate ability, right? Can I, may I just comment? And then I, I love, I love her. Is it a her? Uh, Is it a her? I love her. Let her stay. She can stay. (laughs) Cats love conversations like this. They know it's about personal wisdom, right? They Um, do. uh, But this is really why this all matters. And I want you to talk to it. I was told that when I was born, there were certain things that I did as a child that they knew I was going to be a handful. And I'm not, I don't have time to get into it. But as a kid, they watched me at a very young age for the minute that I could grab onto something, I grabbed onto it. As a baby, I did not ask myself, Oh, I'm grabbing onto it. I think by grabbing onto it, 
It's going to help me get up. I knew mm -hmm. I, that's personal wisdom mm -hmm. to me. That's when the baby grabs and pulls itself up, they didn't take a course to do that. That's what I think we have to remember is inside of us, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's that instinctiveness. It's that knowing that you're not really going to harm yourself. You know, why would anybody be wired to do that? We've been taught to do some horrible things that way. I mean, I know there's aspects of that out there. But for those of us who walk through this world pretending we're pretty normal, you know, we don't do those extreme things. But we've been so coached to be influenced by here's the clothes you should wear. You should eat this to be healthy. You should drive this kind of a car. We are bombarded with all of these messages trying to shape who we are. And we get confused and we get overwhelmed and it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And our TVs and headphones and ear pods and all of that stuff makes listening to yourself harder and harder and harder because we're never quiet. Yeah, we're never quiet. We're always getting outside information. You know, uh, I was thinking about you yesterday. I don't know if your ears were ringing or what was happening, but I was playing a sport that I love very much and I play fairly well. And what I'm finding, I found a pattern yesterday and I just tried to get to my personal wisdom, but I couldn't. And uh, I realized that I play a lot of sport doubles and with men because I'm that good really at the sport mm -hmm. that they don't see me as a woman. Once they see me play, it's more like a player. But what I noticed yesterday in playing and is I'm playing really well. I've got two new knees. And when I miss a shot, inevitably, I got these guys telling me what I should do differently. And mm -hmm. I found myself after about eight games, there was so much noise in my head on what I should do that mm -hmm. I forgot the shot that I do really well. That is a benign representation of what we're talking about. I, when I say benign, I mean, no harm, no foul. It's a game. It's a game. But with all the tools that I have, and I thought about you because I prepped for the shows. So I knew about the show we were doing. Even with all of the tools, I, it, I could not get back to turning it off. And mm -hmm. I knew it. It was like I was in the middle of my own nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's where grace comes in. Yeah. However you use that word, because we are fallible. And we are human and we are susceptible to all of those influences and nobody's going to make the perfect choice every time, but there's even a wisdom that comes out of that. You know, the really bad analogy of you don't know what hot is until you've touched the stove and now you shouldn't do it again. Sometimes that's where the wisdom comes from. You had the recognition that you got in your own way because you listened to the other voices. I would speculate that next time you play, that will be less true. Oh, yeah. And another time less true until yeah. you have learned to tune it out. So while you may sit here and say, why couldn't I get there yesterday? You now have a new frame of reference for how to get there quickly the next time. And that's part of your wisdom as well. Life experience matters.
Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you this in the couple of minutes we have left. Um, we're human. We're mm -hmm. all human. But I can't thank you enough for how much I've learned from you doing these shows and getting to know you because what I've learned is in the middle of all the crazy that's going on in the world, um, all the things that, you know, we have the ability to take in, you know, there is a place we can go that you help people with, you coach people with, and you live and breathe, which will bring us back to one of the most powerful assets we have. And that's our personal wisdom. I want to ask you, first of all, thank you. I want to ask you, what is your personal message? What do you want to leave us with today? Leave people with today. And please remember to give them your contact information. If you don't, if you don't remember, because if you've processed this or listened to us live or you hear it on a recording, what I want you to take away is when in doubt, pause. Give yourself 30, 40, 60 seconds. It feels like an eternity sometimes to even sit quietly for a minute, but really listen to what your body and your instincts and your wisdom, pick your word. I don't care what your word is, but tune in and believe what you hear and act on it. If it tells you to just breathe, if it tells you to walk away, if it tells you you've got this, just trust it and go. In my head, it is the truest information that we are trusting. And every one of us has the ability to tap in and hear. So be quiet, hear it, move into it, and then process it at some point that day. Go back and look and say, wow, that made a difference. I need to remember this. Yeah. That to me is the most powerful way to come through anything is to listen to yourself. If you'd like to talk to me more about how to practically apply this or how to work through some particular situations, you can find me at personalwisdomcoachingnow.com and ask, fill out the form. We'll find an hour to chat. And if we're the right partners, we'll figure out how to go forward. If not, I get to meet a beautiful new human being. I feel that way about my life. Thank you so much. I can't wait for our next show. I know that there's much more to talk about, much more to shift. But I'll tell you this, the level of awareness I now have on that is really an acknowledgement of your work, but also a radar detector. And, you know, there's so much more for all of us to learn about it. But wow, I can't imagine now not tapping into that. Thanks for tuning in to the Personal Wisdom Show with me, Mita Johnson. Join me every month for a conversation on key topics that will help you think about success, wisdom, and your time here in a new way. We are all here at this time for a reason, but by uncovering that and learning to live your life on purpose, we can truly change the energy and impacts of the world one human being at a time. To learn more about me, visit my website at personalwisdomcoachingnow.com. We all have a soul level purpose. Tune in next time to transformationtalkradio.com to discover yours.